Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, Oregon. It's Thursday, November 10th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Life. Portland police declined to identify the officers who shot a man on Monday in southeast Portland. That's the fourth time since July that the Bureau has violated its own policy and failed to release the names of officers who fired their weapons within one day. According to the department's own deadly force policy, the Bureau must identify officers who fire their weapons within 24 hours of a shooting, quote, absent a credible security threat. Police spokesman Nathan Shepard said on Tuesday, quote, we're continuing with the chief's decision to not release names for the moment, unquote. Dan Handelman, a founding member of local police watchdog group Portland Cop Watch, said his organization is deeply concerned. Quote, it seems like the police association is pushing to make this a permanent policy, and the community has fought really hard to get as much information out of the Bureau as possible, Handelman said. Handelman pointed to the years-long U.S. Department of Justice investigation into the Bureau's own use of force and the failure to comply with a 2014 settlement agreement as key factors. Portland has eight police shootings so far this year, three of which were fatal. Oregon voters passed one of the nation's strictest gun control measures on Tuesday night, with 51 to 49 percent of the vote. The measure makes it a requirement to obtain a permit to buy a gun after completing a firearm safety course. It also prohibits the sale or transfer of magazines that hold more than 10 rounds of ammunition. The law also closes a loophole in background checks requiring state troopers to complete one before any gun sale or transfer. Under federal law today, firearms dealers can sell guns without a completed background check if the check takes longer than three business days. Oregon joins Washington, D.C. and 14 other states that have enacted similar permit-to-purchase gun laws. Nine states and Washington, D.C. have adopted laws banning large-capacity ammunition magazines. A new survey found that roughly 25% of people experiencing homelessness said the pandemic directly contributed to their homelessness. In total, 5,228 people, including unsheltered people, those living in temporary shelters, and those in transitional housing, were counted as homeless on a single day this January. That represented a nearly 50% increase in unsheltered homelessness and a 30% increase in overall homelessness since 2019. That's when the last full count occurred. The count included in-person questioning of unsheltered people plus counts of people staying in shelters on a single January evening. Of the 2,000 people who completed the in-person surveys, nearly one in four said the pandemic contributed in some way to their homelessness. That number was slightly higher, 27%, for those who were living on the streets or in tents. The report's authors said, quote, whether COVID-19 caused them to become homeless or was preventing them from getting off the streets, for many people COVID-19 created both an immediate and potentially fatal health risk, unquote. Already existing issues within an already frayed social service network were exacerbated, according to the report. 
That made it harder for people to navigate the housing, education, employment, healthcare, criminal, legal, and social service systems. The report also documented racial disparities among people experiencing homelessness. While Black, Indigenous, and other people of color make up about 34% of the Multnomah County population, they account for 39% of those who are homeless. TriMet is seriously exploring its first fare increase in a decade. The Transit Agency's Board of Directors is asking its staff to start planning for a 30-cent increase in 2024. That would put the price for an adult fare at $2.80 in January of 2024. The proposed increase would bring in an estimated $5.1 million to $6.2 million per year. TriMet's board will vote on the plan in May. The transit agency, which has operations across the Tri-County area, has struggled financially since the pandemic began, with ridership dropping nearly 70% in a matter of weeks back in 2020. Despite a slow rebound, ridership remains about 42% below pre-pandemic levels. Stimulus funds from the federal government help keep the agency afloat, but transit leaders said the agency will soon be in the red if it doesn't increase its revenue. Without a fare increase, TriMet says it would have an operating deficit by 2029, which would mean more service cuts and layoffs. Board members were presented with several options, and some appeared to lean toward the most long-term plans, which would help give transit-dependent riders and essential workers more time to prepare for the fare increase. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.